Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is... My Favorite Things. Thank you. We've added I a just, theme song. I just on the thought spot. I, I would take it back a little bit, just relax it a little Can bit. Can I hear that one more time? My favorite things. I don't know. It's not as so, good as like raindrop. I can't even sing that low. You can do it. Give me your gold leg. Roses and whiskers there it is. on kittens. <laughs> it does make me laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> that was very. That was all you. You found that title. You found that song, and we had that little competition to see who knew what it was. And people, and only a couple people did. Yeah, great. You all. And for those of you who don't know, it's mm. Tennessee Ernie Ford. Right. And if those of you who don't know who that is, like me, who is the. <laughs> Well, Kevin, for those of us that were born in 1910, <laughs> Tennessee Ernie Ford, you, he was a country singer, but everyone probably best knows him. If you watch I Love Lucy, mm-hmm. he's the like the hillbilly cousin that comes in. Cousin Lucy, Cousin Ricky. Yeah, okay. It's only on a couple of episodes, but mm. that's pretty much where you might I know missed him from. those. You were probably having a life at the time. <laughs> Stop it. That's, oh, God. Busy playing show tunes. Speaking of busy, we've gotten a lot of great responses from our listeners who have been quite busy themselves telling us about their hashtag skipped song yeah we had um, some nice in, uh, interaction on twitter and on uh, the facebook i cannot tell you we love 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 when you reach out to us on facebook or twitter we love hearing what you guys Truly. all have to say so uh we're gonna over the next couple of our favorite things we're gonna reveal to you a couple of things that people have told us and we should preface it by saying just because it's a skipped song doesn't mean we don't love the song. No. Or we don't love the work that the author has done no. that is a, a an asterisk next to all of this. So we, it, it is with love that we skip Michael Jordan from Full Monty. But one of my favorite ones that I, from last five years, someone said the Shmuel song. And I have to say that I that is I saw that and I was like, yes, the Shmuel song. Oh, God. The Shmuel I always song get to the end and I'm lot. like, what just happened? <laughs> he gave her a watch. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> A simple line of dialogue, you think, would have just sufficed. Kathy, here's a watch. Paul Moore. That was Paul. Paul Moore. Mm -hmm. Our listener, Paul Moore, was kind enough to tell us about the Shmuel song. Then Trevor Tevel gave us, this surprised me, Sunrise, Sunset. Ah, interesting. Is this the little boy I carry? I felt like, what's her name? That was Gene Stapleton. Thank Thank you, you, Kevin. (laughs) Sunrise, Sunset, that shocks me. Hey, but you know, you say skip song, I say play it. I mean, like, you know, remember you said earlier? Yeah. I'm like, I was like mentioning all my skip songs, and you're like, actually, that's, I have a whole CD. (laughs) Totally. We should make a Spotify playlist for everybody. Ooh, lots of Wicked stuff came up. Here we go. What do we got for Wicked? Amy Kukaro has told us. Uh, She said, uh, A Sentimental Man, but then Jeff Hyman below said, just all the wizard songs. And I, I have to say that I, I kind of agree. How dare you? I know. How if dare it isn't you? Define Gravity, The Wizard, and I, I'm like... No. But my, 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 my personal favorite, because this one just came with so much anger and vengeance behind it, is Seth Christenfeld, who said, Castle on a motherfucking cloud. <laughs> Not even Castle on a cloud, Seth. Just Castle on a motherfucking oh, love you, cloud. Seth. We're going to reveal more of these as we go on, but uh, 
They're but keep sending them in because they're fun. I love knowing what other people uh, prefer and, and, and don't prefer. It's so cool to see people's tastes. Yep. It's Truly. so cool. And sometimes they're like, there are reasons. But I know a guy who, who one of the things that he submitted was a, a song that his ex-girlfriend used to sing. And that's why he likes to skip it because oh. it reminds him. Well, I understand that. I, I understand. Can, I can understand I that. Understand, so. uh, I'd like to give a little shout out to uh, Stephen Dolganoff who uh, sent us uh, a, a CD and a, a play of his, of his new piece that's called uh, Monster Makers. Now, the we, great Stephen. I'm excited to listen and read to it. I'm familiar with Stephen's work because of he has a show that was done at the York a couple years ago called Thrill Me, which is based on the, yes. the murder that Leopold and Loeb committed. It's a two-hander that Stephen actually uh, was in, and he's recorded on the soundtrack with Doug Krieger. Um, and uh, it's it's fun. And I'm, I, they just did a concert uh, a couple weeks ago at uh, 54 Below. And um, I, if you guys made it, I'd love to hear what you thought of it. I know Peter Felicia wrote a nice little uh, article on it, or uh, talked about it on his uh, podcast. But I'm excited to give it a listen and read it. Stephen is such a talented yeah. guy. Such a talented guy. And our listeners, we we love receiving gifts, so you can you can just reach out to us and send us whatever you want. Uh, well, yeah, within I mean, no, I don't I'll need underwear. Anything. You take underwear. Would you say used underwear? Yeah, no, I didn't say used. No one said used. I didn't say used. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get the hell out of here! You're embarrassing all of us today. You've been drinking again. I oh, smell wasted. It on you. <laughs> Hashtag, wasted. Hashtag, Hashtag wasted. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag wasted. Oh god. Hashtag favorite thing. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? Okay. My favorite thing this time is a website. I know I talked about Blue Gobo a couple weeks ago. This is another website, and this is a specific website for a specific type of listener, but I do think that there is universal appeal in this website. I consider it kind of a reference website, okay, as well as a website for collectors of the cast albums. Very cool. I thought you were going to say Wikipedia. No, but it is there is an element of Wikipedia on there in that it is user generated. So that the the reason why there's oh. so much content on it as a database, uh, I would like to say it is uh, is because users can contribute to it. It is called castalbums.org. Cast- castalbums.org. Okay. Uh, it was started in about 2006 by Matt Kingston. He was at MIT, and I don't even think he's a performer or anything, but he has a passion for cast albums. I think it's a really cool website for for many reasons. Um, I started. <laughs> you can so I started in 2007 using it, and what it is is if if. One part of it is this: you can be a collector of albums, and you like to ha- you like to know what you have, or you like to keep it recorded somewhere. Maybe other people can see what you have. Maybe you trade. I don't know. Uh, and so you can. I literally can click on every single album that I have. And not only do they have like Oklahoma, but they'll have every single remake of Oklahoma. They'll have every single LP of Oklahoma that's ever made, you know, whatever. I mean, so you can and get specifically the 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 the, the number of, you know, which record, record you have of each so, show. So you can click on it and say I own yeah. the original Broadway cast recording of Oklahoma. But not only that, the second pressing of it or whatever, you know, like really? it, it's very specific. So it's supposed to catalog for is it a catalog for your own personal? It's it's your own personal, but so each album page though also has you know the title the orchestrator the all the details that you get um, on another reference but then you can click let's say let's just say you happen to love Jack Cassidy and I happen to like Jack Cassidy well you can go if you look up you know She Loves Me original cast recording you'll see his name there and it'll say how many albums to his name 
are there, you know, next to his name. Like, it'll be like 15. So you can click on his name, and now I can go see every single thing that he has ever sung on, including compilations, including, you know, uh, demos, or including, you know, album concept recordings, that kind of thing. So wow. it has, it's a it's an exhausting catalog of, of information. It's the ultimate cast recording, um, I would say, database of information. So Website again? It's castalbums.org. Castalbums.org. Oh, that's right. And if you're not someone who collects, you know, cast albums, like I said, you can, you can, it's a great resource to find other, you know, if you like an album, you might think, oh, who else, what else did Bach and Harnick write? And you can see all the other shows that are produced or non-produced, but that have been recorded on, I use it all the time. For, can I, this is going to be a weird question. No. Could I like type in your name and see what you've checked off as yep. I own those? Yeah. So you could see my collection. I could see your totally. collection. Totally. Like people, I, my email's on there, which I don't know. I still have left it there, but it is. And people have emailed me saying, oh, I really, I see you have this, you know, recording. I would love to trade you for it. And I've never, I'm not a big trader because I yeah. like to have the physical recording. Yeah, yeah. But I so appreciate when people want a lot of the rare things or if, if you feel like, all my LPs are on there as well. So I can, you know, keep track of it all. I That's like, really cool. I'm about like 900. <laughs> he says with slight shame and also pride. You have, you have 900 <laughs> I'd albums? Say a, no, I have about 900 everything in my collection. Yeah, yeah cast albums. and Wow. It's not, people have like 2,000, you know, 1,300. Like people have way more than that. But, Did your but sc- where, you went to school at Wagner? No, Baldwin B- Wallace Baldwin College. Wallace, yeah. Forgive me, Wallace. Or it's called University now. But Did yeah, you guys was, have interlibrary loan? No, but I would go to the Cleveland Public Library weekly to take out scores and stuff. If you're if you're a college student, I just want to encourage you to Inter- do something. Interlibrary Yeah. When we were at Penn State, we had this, and I think it's, it's still around. So what interlibrary loan is, and please use it because when you leave college, you don't get this opportunity again. Interlibrary loan was a network that, let's say you uh, you wanted uh, the you wanted a cast recording of My Fair Lady from Japan, and your library didn't have it, but the library in Toledo, Ohio, had it. Hmm. You will put in a request, and they will send it to you oh, wow. from Toledo, Ohio. So, what interlibrary loan is is it's a whole bunch of libraries that are connected by a university, and so even if it's not physically at your campus, they will send it to your wow. campus. That's how I built up my wow. Showtune collection. Meanwhile, kids these days are like, uh, just go to Spotify.com. Or just uh, go to Spotify, <laughs> like um, like somebody who's living in the century. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's that's but that's a great way to listen to new material and hear it all. And they're all beyond. Sometimes on a, I would telegram my friends and say <laughs> My fair lady, stop. Oh, Japanese God. recording, stop. I will say this. I, I've never been one to get into the international. I know people who like love to have like like the like the Belgian company recording or something. Like they love to have like foreign cast is that, that, one? that was your Belgian. That was no, good. I hope you enjoyed. But it. I've never been one to have like foreign cast recordings. But people love that. stuff. I only own one, and it's an Israeli Annie. <laughs> I'm being serious. Amazing. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh gosh. You have not lived until you've heard Israeli Annie. Uh huh. Which is pretty good. It's pretty awesome. And the Japanese filler on the roof is pretty good too. I'm not joking. <laughs> I love it. I'm really amazing. But no, I don't. Do you collect a lot of like UK? No, I try to like this is I'm really going to I'm nerding out you guys pushing my glasses up but like I haven't been this whole episode but um it it w- I try to draw the line somewhere because there's just so much out there these days. Like everything's recorded, so which is nice because it used to be that we were a little worried that things weren't going to get recorded. So I kind of stop on the 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 water. Like I don't go across the pond. I try to stick with just you know New York cast recordings. I have a couple. Like I have like the Into the Woods, and I have like you know a couple. 
but, but like West End musicals, you don't find yourself like, oh, no. I gotta buy this, I gotta buy Zorro, I have to buy Calendar. Girls no, definitely not like Zorro. Uh, the Spend, Spend, Spend is a show that I thought was pretty good. That's fun. I have not heard that. Yeah, and I see the album cool. all the time when I go to the record yeah, store. It's good. So that yes. was my favorite thing. A nice website called castalbums.org. Yes, it's for the avid fan, but it's also for anyone who just needs some information or maybe wants to just learn a little bit more. They've got a great uh, uh, frequently asked questions side, and they have all these resources on like where the cast album started how they you know other pages that have information it's educational as well so if you're kind of curious what the heck we're talking about you can go there and learn a lot do you know what show had the first original cast recording well you know historically they say oklahoma um but I that was made because to make money. But th- so there's a difference between like making the cast album for pleasure or making it to preserve it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know? I mean, I think this is the army is no. one of the first ones as oh, well. Oh, really? I've um, yeah, I've always heard Oklahoma. But Oklahoma is the is the one I think that they really commercial. made to make it to make money. Yeah, for pleasure. But I think this is the army was made because because the war was going on and that was Irving Berlin. That Irving Berlin was in. He yeah. wrote this review. Um, I'm going to come back to you because I should know that. And I'm sure someone's listening right oh, now and is like yeah, hitting always, their hand to their forehead saying, you guys, it's something for the boys or let something. Let us know. Yeah, I, I yeah. always heard it was Oklahoma. but Yeah, that's the, like, the official answer. Yeah, Because I know they would do recordings with celebrities or star yeah. singers at the time. And big bands would have and them too. And big bands. And that, I, have the, I have that Oklahoma original, that original pressing. And it, it's, it's like a it's heavy because the only one song per side. So you've got these, f- what? there's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't, it wasn't like LPs today where you had like five songs per side. It, it was, you know, you have one side, one side and, and there's like sleeves and it's like a booklet. I have the same thing with carousel and, uh, a guys and dolls, I believe as well, but they were, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's why you got to come over. Wow. Oh my God. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, cool. cool. What's your favorite thing, Rob? Mine is also, well, you're going to have to go online. Oh, good. You'll look at it right now as you're talking. I'm going to get real specific. This is a YouTube channel. Oh. A YouTube channel. What? Do you, do you know what it is? Do you I'm really know? hoping it's what we talked about the last time we hung out. I think it is. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Oh, the YouTube gosh. channel is A Broadway Boy. That is the channel. A Broadway How Boy. How do you spell Boy. B-O-Y. Oh, I thought it was, okay. No, not B-O-I. Oh, I thought it was, I remember like typing it like what? A Broadway boy. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. A. A first. Little A. Yes. Lowercase A. Mm-hmm. Broadway boy. B-O-Y. I don't know who you are, Broadway boy, but I must thank you because you have provided me with hours of entertainment. For those of you that don't know, a Broadway boy is a YouTube channel. So this person has posted 70, 70 commercials 70 broadway commercials mm. is that what we we're talking about last oh time? yes yes um going all the way back to the early 70s and ending around the mid 90s so what broadway boy has done i don't know where he's gotten this or she has gotten the, well it must be a he um broadway boy yeah. whatever you are sure wherever you are um <laughs> i was gonna sing from promises promises and i chose not to yeah. um the hours upon hours upon hours of endless entertainment. I uh, posted 70 commercials, all from Broadway musicals. Uh, you will see some 70s realness, some mm. 80s greatness, mm. and then it ends in the 90s with Footloose. Okay. So you're not going to find anything contemporary. You must watch these commercials. We we we, we yeah. sat together the last time, and and I they're like it's perfect for today's attention span a little bit because they're yes. like these they're like little 60 second little nuggets of but you get a sense of what these shows were like. At the time, like I will never ever get to experience Carrie or uh, insert some of the other ones that are there that oh were like and some flops too or lesser known shows. That's the really cool thing, which is Broadway Boy has found some really really wonderful obscure things like The Rink mm-hmm. and Rosa 
and Rosa, nice. which is a bizarre show in itself. Nick and Nora, like all of these random, random shows, and he's found the commercials for them. And what I'm fascinated by is what exactly did these marketing people think was going to hook <laughs> an audience into coming to see these shows? Right. So they're so. First of all, they all sound like the voiceover has been done by the same person. So I don't know who the person was, right. but it seemed like they put them on in every single Broadway show. There's a couple that I think you should start with. Oh, good. I think they're amazing. Um, the first one is watch the like you said, Carrie. Watch the Broadway commercial for Carrie because I think it's fantastic and terrifying and scary. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the show, just like the show. Yeah. <laughs> as Scott Wise has so wisely told us. That's right. Um, there, the best one, the best one, because this one is like legendary in the Broadway mm-hmm. community, is the Grand Hotel <laughs> commercial. For those of you who don't know, it's on one clip. You're going to see uh, one one commercial for Grand Hotel, which is like the actors singing and dancing. Then there was this clip where they interviewed a woman. Oh my gosh! Coming amazing. out of Grand Hotel, <laughs> and she's this old yenta, <laughs> and she just says, "I loved it. It was the best thing I've ever seen." And she's dead serious. Sid Charisse is amazing. <laughs> I loved it. And the guy who's interviewing her, you know, sarcastically, goes, "So you hated it?" She goes, "I loved it." <laughs> He goes, when are you coming back? Soon, as we can get tickets. My husband works in the area. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, uh, this commercial has been going around now for so long. I don't know who that woman is. We should get her for the podcast. She was so excited to be on camera that she wanted to like nail it. And she loves Sid Charisse. Oh, man. She loves Sid Charisse. So that's that's a good one. The other ones that I'm kind of like, oh, these are kind of weird. Like, the aspects of love. Looks like a like a Telemundo soap opera. (laughs) Well, it kind of was, wasn't it? Dream Girls is shot like a movie trailer. Really? Like if you watch the Dream Girls oh, yeah. one, it's like, a, it's like a minute and thirty seconds. It's a ninety second commercial for Dream Girls. What's the, go, go ahead, yeah. no? I was just gonna say what's also interesting is that it 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 the the flop shows you don't always can tell from the commercial. Like that, no. a lot of times you're like, this looks great. Like if you look at the mystery of Edwin Drood one. It looks so boring. What the heck is going on and, in that? And the Big River one is kind of weird. The yeah. Big River one is actually the cast on a raft in the in the water. The whole cast. Oh, the bizarre one is Shenandoah. Because <gasps> there's a Shenandoah one where it's like John Cullum singing in the middle of a field. Like a, It wasn't like a studio field. Like They literally put him on a farm somewhere. And they're like, can you sing, John? And he sings for 60 seconds straight. That's a bizarre one. Yeah. That's a bizarre one. Oh, maybe a listener will be able to tell us this. There is an expression around in theater marketing where people go, I loved it. It was better than Cats. Oh. Did you ever hear that? Yeah, of course. I loved it. It was better than Cats. Apparently in the 1980s, there was a, they did a commercial where they were getting audience members leaving the theater going, what did you think? <laughs> totally. And somebody said, I loved it. It was better than Cats. But nobody can remember <laughs> what commer- what was the Broadway show that the commercial was for. Saying, and you haven't seen it in any of these? No. Uh... There's a very funny SNL parody of it where the audience goes to see a hypnotist. Uh-huh. And so everyone they're interviewing is talking in a monotone because they've been hypnotized going, I loved it. It was better than cats. I can't wait to see it again and again. So he hypnotizes you into telling everybody what a good show he's had. That's um, the bar. So anyway, so if any of our listeners know what where that commercial is, I loved it. It was better than cats. Where does that come from? Please, please, please let us know because I'm going crazy. So mine is a Broadway Boys. A YouTube channel, which is incredibly amazing. Thank you, Broadway oh, Boy. I can't wait to watch again. Uh, mine is the website, castalbums.org. Check awesome. it out. Castalbums.org. Uh, I can't wait to see what you own. You probably own everything. No, not enough. Not enough? Never enough. You don't have that Australian production. Of no Australian. I don't need Australian. Ugh. No. <laughs> Good night, mate. <laughs> no matter Thank what you. they end with is. Good night, mate. Yeah. Bring him home. Good night, mate. 
These are a few of my favorite things. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 